This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is by far the freest place for cannabis users on earth. And just how relevant is Cannabis Day anymore now that marijuana is going to be legal by this fall? You're watching Global BC. This is Global News Hour at 6. Canada celebrating turning 151 years old today. The News Hour team broadcasting live from Canada Place tonight. It was a little overcast this morning, but that has not stopped thousands of people coming here to celebrate. And those celebrations carrying on until late tonight. Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are coming to you live from Canada Place from what is the biggest Canada Day party outside of our capital, Ottawa. There was a tiny bit of rain this morning, but blue skies and the sun is out shining down down on thousands of people here wearing a lot of red and white such a fantastic vibe down here today with a lot of people feeling so proud of the country we call home and of course it's been a really special day for those that have been sworn in as new Canadian citizens today our Tanya Beja takes a look at what has been happening across Vancouver and the lower mainland display of national unity as Canadians from coast to coast drum to a common beat. In Vancouver, people from 61 nationalities took part in an attempt to break a Guinness World Record. Just seeing so many different people in one place connected uh, is a really inspiring and amazing experience. We are proud and we are grateful to be here. Well, actually, this is my first Canada Day in Canada and that I will faithfully observe. It was also a first for many who waited years to call themselves Canadians. Congratulations, you are now Canadian citizens of our bilingual country. This beautiful day and we are so, so happy. 60 people took the oath of citizenship at Canada Place Sunday morning, among them families searching for a safe place to put down roots. I think it's, a, it's the best place to grow, to raise children. To, to raise, yes, children. I just want him to pursue his dreams, whatever he wants to be, and this is the place, because like he can be free, like he can reach for the stars, right? <laughs> In Port Coquitlam's Castle Park, Canadians celebrate what makes this country so unique. You see what's going on in the States right now, it's just nuts, and I just think uh, us as a society, we are so accepting of one another, I think it's amazing. Freedom. Freedom of religion, freedom of everything. And we don't lock our kids up in jail. How's that? And everybody just loves Canadians wherever I went. So, yeah, we just have a really good reputation around the globe. It gives me a feeling of... Uh, belonging. It's a great country. A country that celebrates 151 years today. Happy Canada Day! Tanya Beja, Global News. 
And it was a sad end, though, to the Canada Day parade in Abbotsford today. An elderly man was struck and killed by a trailer at Simon Avenue and Gladwin Road this afternoon. Now, he'd been in the back of a pickup that had left the parade, but he fell and was hit by the trailer the truck was pulling. He died soon after in hospital. The driver remained at the scene and is cooperating with police. Our thoughts, of course, uh, with his family tonight. Now, the biggest party in the country today was on Parliament Hill in Ottawa, of course. And as Global's Mike LeCouture now reports, those celebrating had to cope with extremely hot temperatures. They came early and they came prepared. It was already 30 degrees Celsius at 10 a.m., so people packed accordingly. We got sure. snacks, we got, yeah. we've got chips, we've got a lunch. You got guys are prepared. Bottles, deodorant. <laughs> We're ready for the day. <laughs> and if there was a bit of shade, someone was using it for a quick rest. We're, we're good to go, I think. And we can just, we'll probably take a little break midday and then come back. Scorching, sweltering, steamy, it was all of those. People took advantage of the free water stations to stay cool, and organizers even brought in some snow cannons and turned them into misting stations. Now the crowds definitely didn't break records, and it's likely because the temperature nearly did. Uh, Humidex of 47. As I say, I've never seen that. The previous one was uh, 46 back in 1975 uh, on August the 1st. The security may have been another reason for the disappointing turnout. Last year, people waited for hours in lines that in some cases led nowhere. Security was centralized this year. Well, this year is way better. You see and you feel it's well organized. As always, there's a lot of pride on display today. Politics also on the minds of some people. With a trade war being waged between the U.S. and Canada, many feel it's a good time to stand up and beat our own chests. I think with what's happening down south, we take a look at our own borders and you're a little bit happier to be up here. That message was weaved into the performance on Parliament Hill in different ways. The Prime Minister wasn't in Ottawa, travelling instead to communities hit by U.S. trade action like Leamington, Ontario. Whether we're right here in the tomato capital of Canada or anywhere across the country. The show headliners, Hamilton's own The Arkells, are also weighing in, promising a special message this evening through their hit single, The People's Champ. Well, we wrote it kind of about the Donald. You know, the song's about a guy parading around as if he's Robin Hood, representing the will of the people, but clearly is anything but that. A clear signal on this Canada Day, people have a few more reasons to be proudly Canadian. Mike LeCouture, Global News, Ottawa. Good. And we'll bring you Canada Day celebrations from Port Moody, the Golden Spike Days with Michael Newman. That is coming up a little later on. I uh, want to turn to other news today and tell you about that right now. The fallout after the manager of the Tea House restaurant was fired. Now, you might remember us telling you last week he lost his job after he refused to serve a customer who came in wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Uh, since then, staff have been verbally abused and even harassed. Julia Foy has the latest. 
being unbiased and respectful and inclusive is, is are the cornerstones to what we do. Ian Tostenson of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association says the customer is almost always right, even if he wears a red hat. We're going to make our country great again. On June 25th, a U.S. tourist wearing a Make America Great Again hat was asked to leave the Tea House restaurant by manager Darren Hodge. He posted his reasons online. The MAGA hat has come to symbolize racism, bigotry, Islamophobia, misogyny, white supremacy, homophobia. I had to take a stand against this guest choice of headwear. No regrets. The employee obviously didn't like Trump. These American customers were not impressed. They can have their own opinion, whatever it may be, but if you work for someone else, you need to just follow their policies. I agree they have a right to an opinion, but um, he probably should not have been kicked out. The Tea House's parent company, the Sequoia Group, agrees and fired Hodge, stating he is expected to abide by and promote our company's philosophy of tolerance and respect when representing our restaurant. But now the Tea House staff are being targeted. Global News reached out to several employees here at the Tea House who tell us that they've been receiving hateful messages both online and by phone. They're being accused of supporting many of President Trump's controversial policies. Some comments on Yelp read, management here practices discrimination and bigotry. They prioritize those actively promoting hate and intolerance. And never thought I'd live to see the day Vancouver would come to the defense of such a racist and bigoted leader. The Tea House has hired a security guard to keep watch outside the restaurant. Tostenson says Hodge made a mistake and he's paid a heavy price, but the public must stand up for free speech. It's unfortunate because, you know, he was a really nice guy. But, you know, what I think he really crossed the line was he put his own personal bias in front of things, and you can't do that. Julia Foy, Global News. Now, over the years, Canada Day has been considered Cannabis Day for those who want marijuana to be legalized. Now that that is happening in October, question is, is Cannabis Day even relevant anymore? Paul, Paul Johnson went to find out. Pass the joint and get your groove on. This Canada Day, pot lovers are stoked to be living in a country that really does have a leaf on its flag. This is by far the freest place for cannabis users on earth. As recently as a few years ago, even many here wouldn't have believed you if you told them pot will be legal everywhere this fall and you'll be able to buy it in a store. But there's still a buzzkill factor with this new law. What kind of legalization is this? Cannabis Day organizer Dana Larson says the laws about growing your own plants are still way too severe. You can get three months in jail if somebody can see one of your four legal plants from the street. Greg Williams says that for connoisseurs like himself, Word on the quality of the mass-produced bud that will be the only kind allowed isn't great. Nobody wanted their weed. And for some here, it's just hard to stomach the idea that the new pot economy they fought for is going to be run by the man. It's definitely corporate uh, a corporatization of cannabis. What started as a protest movement doesn't seem like it's going to lose its spirit even though the laws are changing. Paul Johnson, Global News. 
Now, anybody using transit to Canada Day celebrations today might have noticed it cost a little bit more to take the bus or SkyTrain. Starting today, transit fares have increased by 5 to 10 cents. Now, Translink says that hike is going to help pay for plans to increase capacity, reduce overcrowding and introduce bus services in new areas. It's all part of phase one of the Mayor's Council 10-year plan for regional transportation. We'll go back to the celebrations in a short while, a bit later in this newscast, but I uh, want to tell you about other news tonight as well. Vancouver police are investigating two separate homicides. Early on Friday morning, a 24-year-old woman was arrested after a 26-year-old man was stabbed. This happened in an apartment on Abbott Street near West Pender. He died in hospital this morning. And another 26-year-old man, this time from Surrey, was also stabbed just over a week ago. This is after a fight in a back alley of West Hastings. He was rushed to hospital but died last night. So far, no one has been arrested in that particular incident. Uh, detectives are saying they don't believe, though, it was a random attack. BC businesses hit hard by last year's devastating wildfires are bracing for the worst and hoping that this year's season won't be a record one. As Kristen Robinson now reports, wildfire officials are saying that the summer fire forecast largely depends on how much rain we saw last month. It's been an institution in Cash Creek for five decades and the owner of Chum's Restaurant is assuring everyone they're open for business after a tough year. Well, we had the floods and then the fires. It, it hurt a lot of us. When an inferno creeped closer to the village of just under 1,000 last July, the family restaurant hit hard. Staff forced out during the evacuation, then forced to clean up before reopening. We were out at least 60,000, including food loss and uh, downtime. By the numbers, the summer of 2017 was one of BC's worst ever wildfire seasons. 65,000 people forced from their homes, more than 1.2 million hectares burned in a firefight that cost more than $568 million. BC was under a state of emergency for 70 days, the longest in the province's history. And so it's just getting drier and drier. Um, I'm hoping that we don't get hit again because there's still a lot left here to burn. Even though wildfire season started last month, officials say June also brought near to above average rainfall to many parts of the province and that will dampen the fire forecast. So the amount of rain we've seen will help with the July-August outlook. That being said, Environment and Climate Change Canada is still forecasting for an unusually hot and dry summer. Everybody's watching. Everybody is, is concerned. Uh, we're all on alert. Yeah. If we get evacuated again, it's going to be hard, really hard. Chums hoping the only extra heat they see this summer is in the kitchen. Kristen Robinson, Global News. 
An Abbotsford police officer recently encountered a real-life Clark Griswold on the road. Uh, Constable Manga tweeting out this photograph yesterday. A driver stopped on Gladwin Road with a mountain of branches and logs on top of his car. The load tied down with an old garden hose hooked up to the driver's side mirror. Now at the back of the vehicle you can see the driver's hitch hanging from one bolt. Abbotsford police say the car was towed because it had bald and flat tyres, unsafe towing equipment and numerous body issues. The driver was extremely apologetic apparently. He didn't initially understand the risk of what he was doing and he was caught up, he says, in the rush to get his yard work done. In Vernon, lots of people getting together to create the Canadian flag and they raised a lot of money for an important cause. 150 people showing how proud they are of Canada by making a donation to take part this afternoon. The funds raised are being used to help Dawson, who lives with cerebral palsy. His family applied for a grant to build a wheelchair accessible bathroom, but they were turned down. So today's fundraiser really means a lot to them. Sponge bathing Dawson and having to depend on bathing him elsewhere is inconvenient. Everybody's been really kind and we've had lots of donations and we have a great community. And the event raised more than $5,600, so well done to all of them. In North Vancouver, one of the city's newest public art pieces is also celebrating Canada's birthday. Uh, people stop to take pictures with the lady. It is a bronze camel sculpture at the corner of 13th Street and Lonsdale Avenue. She's dressed up in a red and white Canada Day sweater. The statue was created by Canadian artist Mayfornway McLeod and is installed last fall to pay homage to history. The piece representing the last known captive BC camel the lady who died in 1896 when camels lived in the wilds of our province and were used as a way of transportation. I think it's awesome. My dad actually loves camels, so I cannot wait to share this photo with him. Like, he's going to love it. But we just drove by and saw it, so I jumped out of the car to come take a picture. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for an interesting Canada Day. It's very, very cool. Now, in honor of Canada Day, Google has got in on the act. Google Trends is sharing the most iconic Canadian slang searched by each province over the past year. The top questions Canadians asked about Canada were, how many provinces are there in Canada? When is Black Friday in Canada? What is the population of Canada? How old is Canada? And is weed legal? in Canada. The most searched slang in BC, the word Canuck in Alberta, bunny hug in Manitoba, Kina on Ontario the 6th, Newfoundland and Labrador, yes by. It really does kind of lend you an idea of the flavor of all of the provinces um, and an idea of um, you know, the ways that these are words that are familiar to all Canadians, but they're a little bit more popular in certain regions of the country. Uh, and I think that that just kind of speaks to the fact that we definitely have, have a group identity, but we also have very individual identities as provinces as well. All right. So we are broadcasting live from Canada Place. Now you guys can make some noise. <laughs> They've been waiting to do that. Um, Yvonne, it's been an amazing day so far here, hasn't it? And well done. The it didn't rain. It was only in the 
morning, but yeah. I think by the afternoon we had some nice sunny breaks, so things have definitely uh, cleared up very mm -hmm. nicely. But if you're planning on heading down, the one thing to keep in mind, it is on the cool side. Yeah. So make sure you bring a light coat, and for the fireworks this evening, there is a slight chance of showers. So yes. Otherwise, very pleasant, great nice. crowd, and it's been a great crowd throughout much of the day today. Yes, so if you're heading down for the fireworks, it's going to be okay, right? Just bring a sweater or sweater. something. I think a jacket. I feel like it's just, we're missing somebody. <laughs> where, where, is the, where is the Barry delay? Where is he? Barry. Uh, Hi there. Well, hello. Someone had to guard the uh, maple syrup and the poutine back here at the studio. Uh -huh. I mean, it is Canada Day, so. Yeah. Happy Canada Day from us yes, to you. Same back at you. You guys are looking all uh, very patriotic. Busy day in sports, though. Incredible. July 1st, Canada Day. Makes sense that it'd be a big day in the NHL. John Tavares is going home to the Maple Leafs. We'll tell you about that. And just moments ago, LeBron James. He's going to go Hollywood. He's going to the Lakers for a huge deal. We also have white caps today and World Cups uh, went to shootout. So huge day in sports. Happy, Happy Canada, Canada Day. Day. Yeah. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. We're just getting some breaking news in right now. Uh, just getting word that a Canadian has been killed in an explosion in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Global Affairs Canada hasn't given any other details right now, including where the Canadian was originally from or the circumstances of the blast. Hopefully have more details for you later. Now, an up-and-coming rap star was among two people killed in a shooting. This happened in Toronto's entertainment district last night. Friends confirming that Smoke Dog who recently toured with Drake, died in hospital after the attack. Another man was also killed and a woman was hurt. This happened around 8 o'clock outside a popular Toronto nightclub. Police won't say if the shooting is gang-related. Investigators are looking now for two suspects who were seen running from the area. And more tragic news to report for the Humboldt Broncos franchise. A former player and his young family were the ones killed in a crash in Saskatchewan on Friday afternoon. 26-year-old Troy Gasper, his wife Carissa, and their three children, ages two, four, and six. They were all killed in a head-on crash on a highway about 150 kilometers southwest of Saskatoon. Gasper had played two seasons with the Broncos from 2009 to 2011. The only person in the other vehicle involved was a 71-year-old woman. She was also killed. The Gasper family were from Rosetown, Saskatchewan. In other news tonight, a notorious French criminal who was serving 25 years for murder made a daring escape from prison by helicopter today. 46-year-old Redouard Fade was being held in a prison south of Paris. Now, a helicopter carrying several heavily armed commandos landed in a courtyard and then carried him away. Two other commandos distracted the guards by storming their way in with smoke canisters. The helicopter was later found abandoned and burned in a northern suburb. The man was serving time for the 2010 death of a young police officer killed during a botched up robbery. This is the second time he's made a jailbreak. In 2013, he blasted his way out of another prison, this time using explosives hidden in tissue packs. He was arrested at that time six and remarkable video out of a city in southwestern China shows the moments a road caved in and collapsed. 
Some retaining walls can be seen plunging to the ground as the road buckles and gives way. No one was hurt. Authorities say they don't know what caused this collapse, but local media reporting the ground may have been compromised by days of heavy rain. Welcome back to our special broadcast uh, live from Canada Place. It's really fantastic here, but it's not the only place to party this Canada Day. Uh, let's go to Michael Newman, who's at Port Moody's Rocky Point Park for more on Golden Spike Days. Michael, um, congratulations on your first Canada yes. Day celebrations with Global News. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's been a day full of lots of fun. I mean, here in Port Moody, there's a great turnout, as you can see behind me. There's been plenty of fun, um, kid-friendly activities, as well as lots of ethnic food to get you full and, uh, and non-stop entertainment on the stage behind me. And um, I actually had a chance to talk to some folks about what it means to be Canadian. And here's what they had to say. Take a look. It's freedom. It's uh, having a great sense of space, sense of place also. Diversity and love and uh, we're welcoming to everybody. Feeling privileged, feeling at home, feeling warm, feeling loved by my community. Good health care, um, uh, I don't know, good food, family, friends. And this country is by far uh, one of the most receptive countries to people who come from other parts of the world. As you can see around here, you have people from all walks and they all say they're Canadian, so it's pretty beautiful. The diversity, the, you know, the different communities that we have, the support we have for each other, and I don't know, I just feel so happy here. You will maybe do what? Yes, and so as you can see, plenty of Canadian pride here in Port Moody. And um, if you haven't made plans already, we're inviting you to come down because Barney Bentall is going to be taking the stage right here at 8 o'clock tonight. And if you can't make it tonight, the festival also continues until tomorrow. So lots of fun to be had here. Back to you. Thank you very much for that, Michael. Thank you. Looking good. <laughs> and they are looking very good. Um, I have to tell you that I did uh, speak to the headline act and I'll tell you about that in a second. But right now, let's throw it over to Yvonne. Where are you, Yvonne, with a look at today's weather? I'm just across from you, Sonia, so you can see me just in, I can see you just in behind where the Global BC tent is. It's beautiful out here this evening. We did have a bit of a blip on the forecast, and that was for the morning hours. We had cloud cover and a few isolated showers. But right now it's dry, but the winds are picking up, especially for areas near the water, and that'll be as we get in towards the evening. Here's a great shot of English Bay tonight, so some clouds, windy by the water, and if you're planning on heading out to the fireworks, we will still see a chance of showers. We're at 19 out of the airport, a southwesterly wind at 11 kilometers per hour. Our high today was up to 20 degrees, so closer to the average for this time of the year of 21. And a record of 31 degrees was set back in 1942, a balmy one for Canada Day. A few other numbers across the province today, 26 for areas near Trail. Prince George at 18. Tofino today climbing up to 16 degrees in Victoria at 21. Nanaimo currently at 19 degrees. Port Hardy 14 areas near Tofino at 15. And Whistler with their current temperature at 16 degrees. Areas near Trail still 
still into the low 20s, Kelowna sitting at 22 degrees, and out of Victoria with your current temperature at 20. We still have some instability, and this is really for the evening hours. We will still see the risk of thunderstorms right now still working its way into the southern interior, and then another unsettled day will be for tomorrow. Most areas along the coast will see a chance of showers, and for the south coast tomorrow, we will hang on to cloud cover, and a slight risk of a thunderstorm will develop for the afternoon, especially for eastern sections, and that's stretching into the Fraser Valley. For the piece tomorrow up to 15 degrees, a northwesterly wind gusty at times up to 50 kilometers per hour. A chance of showers will be on Tuesday, and things really do improve on your Wednesday with plenty of sunshine and temperatures back up to 20. Whitehorse with the risk of a thunderstorm tomorrow, 19 degrees, and then 23 degrees midweek, back closer or just above the average for this time of the year. Coastal sections tomorrow still remaining unsettled, a chance of showers with 15. Tuesday, you're back up to 19 degrees. Caribou and Central Interior, risk of a thunderstorm tomorrow, the rainfall ranging between 5 and up to 10 millimeters of rainfall. Most areas for the Columbia and Kootenai region, it's a risk of a thunderstorm up to 18 degrees and then temperatures on the rise for your Wednesday 25 with a mix of sun and cloud. Thompson Okanagan risk of a thunderstorm is 17 degrees on Wednesday you're back up to 24. Most areas near Whistler tomorrow it's a risk of a thunderstorm a cooler day with 15 degrees and then Tuesday Wednesday there's that improvement back into the low 20s and on Wednesday a mix of sun and cloud with the high of 25. The island will see that instability kick up right across northern central and southern sections it'll be a risk of a thunderstorm you're up to 18 degrees for this evening if you're planning on heading out to the fireworks a cool 16 degrees we will see a slight chance for some showers so do be prepared and pack a light coat most areas across metro vancouver for tomorrow to round off our long weekend will be at 18 degrees a slight risk of a thunderstorm will be for the afternoon Tuesday, Wednesday, we are going to see the temperatures rebounding. The return for some sunshine. Wednesday, Thursday, inland sections could get back up to 26 and 27 degrees. Once again, Sonia, if you're planning on heading down here this evening, we'll be sitting at 15 degrees. The fireworks will be kicking off at 1030. And if you're not able to make it down here, we'll be broadcasting them live on Global BC and BC One. Sonia? We certainly will. Thank you so much for that, Yvonne. I'm so glad it didn't rain today. It's just been absolutely perfect. Now, <laughs> today's headline act here at Canada Place was Canadian country artist Jojo Mason. He has been brilliant. I caught up with him just before he jumped on stage earlier today, and he told me what uh, Canada Day means to him. So Jojo, what does it mean for you to be here today? Oh my God, playing a hometown show, are you kidding me? It doesn't get better than that. I was just in, in London, Ontario uh, yesterday playing a show and to be back home is amazing. I get to travel the country, I get to, I get to do music, I get to travel the country and the country that I love so dang much and I get to do what I love to do. This is it's so cool. Now you've been singing for about three years, yeah. you're doing really, really well, but a twist of fate that took you into singing right it was yeah. your other love uh, hockey it that, was yeah. yeah it was I was uh trying to do something with hockey whether it be go pro somewhere or get a scholarship for college somewhere mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted to do hockey that's that's what I loved and uh, an injury took that away from me and I you know I did my little spiral and went through some some dark times but you know like I told you yeah. look from where I was to the guy that I am now I'm so proud of of, of where I'm at. And, and the fact that, you know, I have to say, um, we don't get very many black artists in country right. music. So you're really breaking down some barriers with what you're yeah. doing right now. And does that play into what we're celebrating on Canada Day? You know what? I, what I love about Canada is the diversity. And, and 
the acceptance of of all different kinds of cultures. You look around, even today, you look around, you see people from all over the world. And we, we, we you know, be, being from Canada, we've accepted everybody. And that's what I love about this 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 place. And that's what I love about this, this music and this genre of music is uh, it, it accepts people like myself, Absolutely. you know, and I now, love it. For those that can't make it down today, give us just one, one line, if Come you can. Come on now. All right, please, please, all right. Oh, Canada. That's it. Oh, y'all got it? to come. Y'all got to come down and hang out with me and sing the rest with me. <laughs> Such a tease, isn't he? Jojo Mason, thank you very much oh, for talking to pleasure. us here. Thank, thank you, you so much. some more stuff from Canada Place with you in just a moment but first I'm throwing it over to you Barry for all the day sports. Thanks Sonia lots going on back here uh, LeBron James is taking his act to Hollywood James has signed a four-year deal for hundred fifty four million with the Lakers it's the first time he'll play out of the Western Conference after playing in the East with Cleveland and Miami as LeBron enters his 16th NBA season at age 33 He's arguably playing at his highest level ever, which is insane considering the wear and tear of making it to the NBA Finals eight straight years. L.A. still has cap space and will likely now go after Spurs star Kawhi Leonard, who struggled staying healthy the past two seasons. But LeBron has gone to the Lakers. Well, we see it in the NBA, just like now, but very rarely in the NHL do we see superstars in their prime move to a new team during unrestricted free agency. In the past, players like Steven Stamkos have had an opportunity to do it, but ultimately re-signed with their old team. Not the case today, where Toronto boy John Tavares realized a childhood dream by signing a seven-year, $77 million deal with the Leafs. It's a bold move. The pressure will be on to bring Toronto its first Stanley Cup since 1967, but at the same time, he could go down in Leafs lore as the guy who helped end a half-century Stanley Cup drought. Tavares leaves the Islanders after nine seasons, where he led the team in scoring for seven of them. He now joins a team with an abundance of young, dynamic talent, including Austin Matthews, Nazem Kadri, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, and Morgan Riley. Will it lead to a cup? Nobody knows, but it will be fun watching them try. Tavares will also make the Maple Leafs power play even more lethal. They were pretty good without him, and now it will be daunting to face those guys on the man advantage. Tavares is just 27, enters his 10th NHL season. As advertised, the Canucks were fairly busy today, and they got the kind of players they said they would get, the mid-range veteran grinder types, who they feel provide good examples for the young talent coming up and also add a much-needed physical element. Here's who they got. 32-year-old Jay Beagle, who just won a cup with Washington, rumored all week to come here, and he does just that. Four years, $12 million. Former Dallas star Antoine Roussel, 28 from France, a similar player, physical, hard to play against, a penalty killer, and they resigned restricted free agent Sven Berchi to a three-year deal, 14 goals in 53 games last year for the 25-year-old Swiss. And another gritty forward, Tim Schaller, who played for the Bruins last year. Canucks wanted to get grittier than they and they did just that and Benning says those four-year deals to the veterans well that's just the going market right now you know that's kind of the, the market value to to get those guys signed um, 
you know, with, with Jay, he's in excellent shape. Um, you know, when we, we brought him in, we talked to him. He's, he said last year he's felt as good as he's ever felt. Um, given, you know, everything that he brings us, the four championships that he's won in the three different leagues, you know, we just thought, like, he's going to be excellent with our young kids in a leadership role and teaching them, you know, the right way to play and holding them accountable. And the type of game that he plays, you know, I don't see that deteriorating. And so we're, we're fine with the four years on him. Some of the other notable free agent signings today. Paul Stashney goes to Vegas. James Van Riemsdyk leaves Toronto to return to Philadelphia. $35 million over five years. Jack Johnson gives Pittsburgh another great offensive defenseman. David Perron returns to St. Louis. And former Canuck Thomas Vanek signs a one-year deal in Detroit where he played a couple of years ago. The Whitecaps were looking to bounce back from that 4-0 loss last week in Philadelphia. They hosted last place Colorado at BC Place. The Rapids have yet to win on the road this year, so this looked like a gimme. But Vancouver was without two of its top scorers, both Jordi Reyna and Kristen Chichera, out due to suspension. Kendall Waston back from the World Cup, where he scored a goal for Costa Rica in the starting 11, although he left at halftime with a groin strain. Caps had their chances. Nicholas Mosquita thwarted on a great save by Tim Howard. Felipe with some fancy footwork. This could be promising, but falls on the ball. No goal and slightly embarrassing. Late first half, Colorado on the attack. Volley off to the bar and then Brian Rowe, incredible save. But the ball bounces in off cap defender Marcel de Jong. Tough break for the Caps, who dominated play otherwise, but down 1-0 at the half. In the second half, more Caps opportunities. Felipe with the shot. Again, the veteran Tim Howard with the save. He was the difference in this match this afternoon. Kai Kamara finally beats Howard, but cannot beat the crossbar. White caps that close to tying it, but fall 1-0 to lowly Colorado, who get their first road win. Just no finish for the home side today. Welcome back. Well, there's no pressure quite like World Cup pressure, and it really can't get much worse when it gets to penalty kicks. There's no middle ground. You're either a hero or a zero, and there was plenty of anxiety to go around in both knockout matches today at Russia 2018. The host from Russia surprising some, making it to the knockout stage where they took on Spain, always a favorite, and the Spaniards strike first, the free kick from Isco. Big battle in the box, and it actually goes in off the Russian defender, Ignacevic's foot, a true own goal, 1-0 Spain. But late in the first half, Russia awarded a penalty, and it's Artemet Zuba who levels at 1-1. It would go to a penalty shootout. Spain has to score here to keep it going. But Iago Aspas, Aspas. is stopped by the Russian keeper, Igor Akinfeyev, and Russia is going to the quarterfinals after beating Spain in a thriller 4-3 the final on penalties. Denmark and Croatia. The Croatians a perfect 3-0 group stage, but just a minute in, the Danes will strike off the long throw-in. Matthias Jurgensen from the scramble. Now that is a quick start for the Danes, up 1-0. But... This is what you call a quick response. Just three minutes later, a similar type goal. Some mayhem in the Danish box. Mario Mandzukic with the equalizer. And it's 1-1. Nothing literally happened until late into the second period of extra time. Croatia was awarded a penalty. But Kasper Schmeichel 
with the save off Luka Modric. A bit of a weak effort. Schmeichel's famous dad, Peter, loving all that. It did go to penalties as well, and the keepers were the stars. Croatia's Daniel Subasic makes his third stop of the five Danish penalties. Kasper Schmeichel had made two saves in the shootout, but not this time. Rakitic puts Croatia through 3-2 on penalties. So it's Croatia and Russia meeting in the quarterfinals. Final round of the Women's PGA Championship from Chicago. Brooke Henderson won this tournament two years ago, runner-up last year. Began the day in second, but not to be. Three bogeys in her first six holes. Did get a nice birdie here late in her round, but Brooke settles for a tie for sixth at six under. Sunhung Park of South Korea, four back when the day began, but a great shot here from the hazard on the 16th. Saves par. Fantastic shot. Still two back of the leader, Soyun Ryu, also of South Korea. But on 17, Ryu with a huge mistake as she will find the water with her tee ball on the par three. Two-shot lead with two to go, but it all disappears right there with that splashdown. It would end up going to a playoff. And on the second playoff hole, Park for the win. And it's good. Sung Hyun Park wins the Women's PGA Championship. Final round of the Quicken Loans National from Washington, D.C. Tiger had a new putter in the bag this week, and he's going to keep using it. 28-footer for birdie, helped Tiger shoot 4-under-66 today, finished tied for fourth at minus 11, the third top five for Tiger this season. But no one could touch Italian Francesco Molinari, who lapped the field today. An 8-under-62 for Molinari, including this 50-footer for Eagle at 10. Finished at 21-under, an eight-shot victory. His first win on the American Tour. He had five European Tour wins. Adam Hadwin finished 48th. And... Canada Day at Rogers Centre, the Jays wearing their patriotic red and whites. Not a memorable day for the team who got thumped 9-1 by Detroit, but Kevin Pillar gave everyone a thrill doing what he always does, make incredible catches as he climbs the wall to rob Nicholas Castellanos of a home run. You know it's a great catch when the guy who you robbed gives you an ovation. Once again, 9-1 the final. By the way, James Lauer... Uh, it was uh, James Paxton of Ladner did get a shutout eight uh, innings in Seattle as they beat KC one nothing, and we'll try to get highlights that at eleven. We're back with more from Canada Place. We'll be right back. Now we've had a lot of fun meeting people down here today, and with all the Canada Day messages that we've been showing you, is also a chance to test out some Canadian trivia. This chip flavor is exclusive to Canada. Ketchup. Dill pickle or maple bacon? Maple bacon. Ketchup. No. Maple bacon. Ketchup. The answer is ketchup. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many Canadian teams are in the NHL? Five, seven, or six? Five, isn't that? I'm going to say seven. He said five. What are you going to go with? Five, isn't it? Five. You were right, it was seven. seven. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. All right. Hopefully you know this one. This is really easy. What's a double-double? Oh, it is Tim Hortons, of course. Coffee. <laughs> double sugar, double, co uh, double milk, cream, whatever. <laughs> this chip flavor is exclusive to Canada. Is it A, ketchup? Is it B, dill pickle? Or C, maple bacon? Maple bacon. Yeah, I think maple bacon. <laughs> bacon. Yeah. 
is, or but ketchup is. Guys, I love your outfits, but the right answer is ketchup. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as soon as you said the toonie was introduced in 1997, 1999, or 1996. Toonie. I'm gonna say 97. I have no idea. I can't remember. <laughs> we'll go with that. 96. Oh. And that's it from us. You can catch the fireworks at 10.30 tonight, live from Canada Place on BC1. Yvonne, from all of us, happy to all Canada. of you, happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. <laughs> Good job. Brilliant. Perfect. That's it.